Ashley's Memorial Day mattress sale is going on now. Save big on select adjustable mattress sets, up to $1,200 on Beautyrest Black, up to $800 on Purple, and up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic. Plus, get 72-month special financing with select in-store mattress purchases made with your Ashley Advantage Synchrony credit card between May 14th and June 3rd. Visit your local Ashley store or ashley.com for better sleep and savings. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. No minimum purchase required. See store for details. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Hey, everyone, if you haven't yet, be sure to go to podsurvey.com to take a quick survey to help us get some advertisers and to help us keep this podcast free. That's podsurvey.com slash last. Really helps us out a lot. We appreciate every single one of you. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Fucking That's hate the thing. that song. Hey, there's Lana. Hate, hate, hate. Because they <laughs> I do hate her so much. I've never, <coughs> I've never heard that song. <laughs> Nothing never more in my that life. Song? No, it's just like I wanted that the Taylor Swift to experience in New York. I wanted her to come to New York, and I just so desperately wanted a homeless man to come on her shoes. <laughs> like you mean to tell me she came to New York? She didn't get the experience. No, not yet. Mm-hmm. You know how many men I've had masturbate at me? I've had one. I've had at least five or six. <laughs> Men masturbating on at me, like pulling their dick out. They told me the guy who's dressed as the French sailor. I was oh. it was like six o'clock in the morning. I was going to my inventory job at Borders. It fucking it, it was horrible. Well, so I was going into the uh, the train at six thirty in the morning, and so this fucking French looking homeless guy with like a dirty sailor hat on and like that that great old, like, homeless man five o'clock shadow, mm-hmm. where it's like mostly a beard. But it's like, when did he shave? Right. You know, like he never shaved. And so he came up to you at 6 30 morning. I'm miserable w- waiting to go to work. And he just pulls his dick out and pisses all over the seat. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that is a New York experience. Right. That should have happened to Taylor Swift. I feel like that's just you in the future meeting you in the present. And you're just like, we should have never met. <laughs> oh, we broke, technically, we've broken the time continuum. Oh. There's going to be Dr. Brown. Dr. Brown. <laughs> uh, are we ready to go, Marcus? Yes, we are. Welcome to the show, everyone. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. Uh, I'm Henry Zabrowski, 75 years <laughs> in the future. <laughs> you know, you know, close, like, close. I used to do a yeah. thing called podcasts. You got your hologram hats. Everybody's got holograms. Mm-hmm. I used to do it's for the radio. It was for the radio. You got a you got a burrito to spare. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lizard finger to spare for a man who was a radio comedian for up to four years. Wow. <laughs> before he got addicted to straight up grain alcohol. Oh my god, I could go for some grain alcohol right Making now. Making toilet wine for my neighbors. They a, didn't want it. No, they didn't, huh? <laughs> Too bad because what they didn't know is that toilet and wine was just a funny term I used for pee pee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. 
I was on the subway with Eddie hope yesterday. Like, hope you like it white because I've been drinking lots of water. Oh, that's good. That means you're healthy. Mm. I was on the subway with Eddie yesterday, and uh, there was a homeless fella, and he asked for some food. And sure enough, Eddie had some shrimp scampi. <laughs> Ed from the round table of gentlemen. Where Ed, shrimp scampi? Eddie always has shrimp scampi on him. Well, good to know. I, at least if I'm ever in, at the Olive Garden and the chef runs out. I could be like, here we go. we've got your hero here. Here's your Spider Man. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody! Yeah. 2014 was good for some. For oh. others, it was a tragedy. Mostly <laughs> terrible. On this episode, we're going to run down some of the worst events of 2014. The f- first thing I want to bring up in 2014. or the best events, I guess. Well, it's a year in murder and mayhem. Let's oh, say that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, a little thing that uh, everyone conveniently forgot about is, uh, where's this fucking plane? Where is the plane, America? <laughs> Where did the plane go? Think about I, it. We are the only people still answering the question. They are so happy people stopped answering the question because yep. now they don't have to talk about fucking Freescale, the energy mm-hmm. company employees that were on there that were possibly murdered to cover up an energy weapon or the mm-hmm. fact that that, got, that plane is now sitting on a MetLife fucking U.S. Air Base in the middle of the Indian Ocean, and maybe those people are having the best times of their lives, and we wouldn't even know. Or they're just human cabbage that fish are eating. <laughs> Who knows? But if you don't ask the questions, you don't get the Absolutely. answers. Yeah, I, I imagine that Nemo is living in the captain's <laughs> fucking rib. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this is great. If I make enough money, honey, I swear to God we can go to his rectum in a year. <laughs> so today we're not going to be covering the gigantic stories. Like, we're not going to be covering Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to be no, covering Elliot, the beh- Elliot. Elliot Rodgers is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, ah, that's right. Elliot Rodgers. We're not going to be covering the beheadings. Uh, uh, or anything like that, you know about that. Right. You've heard about all that stuff. We're going to be covering these are fun some of the news stories, fun news stories, some of the lesser known news stories. I'm yes. sure a lot of you have heard about this because you're uh, followers of the macabre, mm-hmm. and a lot of this stuff was posted on the Facebook groups throughout the year. Thank all of you for all the wonderful stories that you posted on the Facebook group throughout 2014. Oh my! If you uh, could I just mean, archive the Facebook group from 2014. That should go in the Smithsonian. <laughs> I mean, it's just full of lunacy. Uh, what I love is is it's the wisdom I learn every time I <laughs> yeah. go on to the last podcast page. Right. The people there, it's great. My favorite is that I think Lupe started it. That cat that looks like it's crying. <laughs> that meme with the cat, I looks, love like the it's cat that looks like it's crying. Oh. It's very funny. Very sad. Um, well, let's start in January. Yeah, let's start in January. Talk rich father time. <laughs> you have a time machine. You just want to go back one year. You want just 12 months from right now. I mean, I, you can go anywhere in history, anytime. Let's just say I'm really afraid of like sitting on a really important squirrel somewhere. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't need to change the whole time continuum, and all of a sudden we're worshiping bread. <laughs> well, I think we do worship bread now. Think about it. Oh, yeah. Ooh. High carb. So we're going to start in January uh, with a botched execution. Uh, let's uh, have a little, a tiny little factoid about botched ex- executions in the United States from 1890 to 2010. The rate of botched lethal injections was 7.1% higher than any other form of executions. The electric chair was 1.9%. Hanging was at 3.1%. The gas chamber was at 5.1%. Firing squads, however... Zero percent. One hundred percent effective. Right. I am shocked that the highest uh, percentage of messing up is with the uh, hanging. 
No, no, no. The highest is uh, lethal injection. Oh, okay. Hanging yeah. is three point one. Hanging is uh, well, third hanging, place. That's really hard because it's like just in case you know you never know when you're on your way to execution. You think you're grabbing your hanging rope, but instead you're grabbing like one of the drapey things that you <laughs> yeah. pull. They have the curtain, the vertical slats that go up and down. Mm-hmm. That's always a problem because that snaps and everyone has a really yeah. like, oh, that is funny. Yeah. He almost <laughs> died, but he's fine. And then they should pop him in the back right. of the head. Yeah. Um, or but, you grab your wedding tie, and the next thing you know, you just got the guy looking like he's ready to go to a ball. But is a wedding tie more of a noose than anything else? Think about it. <laughs> Think about that. Maybe the guy turned out to be three inches taller than you thought he was. And he just lands right there on, on his two feet. Uh, it was a, that's a big problem with hangings. Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll do an episode on uh, famous executioners in the future. Good old Jack Ketch. These guys mm. keep forgetting about the shins to the feet. Right. <laughs> they gotta know. Like, listen, yes, I know. They're like, how big is the neck? Everybody's talking about it. how thick is this neck? How much rope are we looking at? But they don't think about, like, this man's got legs. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, do you um, chop the legs off or do you dig a ditch? Well, what actually happens with <laughs> you know? the... So the lethal injection thing, the reason why that is the most uh, prevalent in being botched is because they have problems with the drugs, right? It's but a you, cocktail of drugs. But they went... Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. They used to get the high price, the good drugs, the good heroin, the good smack, but they decided to cut back and they went to the off-brand. Well, it wasn't necessarily that they cut back. It was... Uh, there was Are we seriously a company this stuff at like fucking CVS? <laughs> Where they They're getting the Dwayne Reed brand toilet paper. We've been getting it from the Dutch. There's a Dutch company that manufactured these lethal injection drugs that we've been using for years and years, but they suddenly decided to stop selling it to the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, and It turns the- out uh, in the United States, they're uh, only executing innocent people. <laughs> so uh, we're going to stop selling to them right now. Yep. And uh, they also, the uh, supplies of it are running extremely low. So we started using alternative forms of execution, oh, which cool. we'll, get, we'll get into that in a little bit. But let's it's like uh, lime juice, uh, <laughs> margarita. To mix all the stuff. It's like basically anything from a Jimmy Buffett restaurant. They're yeah. just starting to get there. They're like, well, it's old. Yeah. Or just stuff left over from a holiday party. Right. Either they're, one. They're looking through the chemicals like a kid looked through the uh, refrigerator in a Sunny D commercial. It's like, well, we got some orange stuff in here. Uh, there's some purple, purple drink. drink. <laughs> mm. We'll try the purple drink then. Mm. Oh, I hate to say this, sir, but that is a straight up grape flavored drink. That's not poison at all. <laughs> well, just drink it then. Yeah. Well, turns out we I just, just hi- wish I had some sunny delight. Well, either way, it's not going to be good for them. Put it in the veins. <laughs> so the fir- there were a couple of them this year. The first one's this guy in Ohio. His name was Dennis McGuire. It took over 25 minutes for him to die. His lawyer's very upset. They say that this violates, I believe, the 13th Amendment. Not the 13th. Maybe that maybe that was the one that freed the slaves. I don't know. Hey, I'm not, hey, we're not, I'm not President Obama. I'm not here. a constitutional <laughs> right. lawyer here. Uh, uh, but it's the one that says that we can uh, dole out cruel and unusual right. punishment. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, Dennis McGuire, raped and killed a pregnant woman in 1989. Uh, his lawyer, one unidentified witness said that he gasped deeply. There was a kind of rattling guttural sound. Then there was a kind of snorting. <coughs> <laughs> What they're talking about is literally the noises I make when I'm eating spare ribs alone in my apartment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Except you, instead of hearing the sounds of like people watching a lethal execution, you hear the sounds of me watching Adventure Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great show. Great show. So Ohio officials, they chose to use, instead of the Danish drug that we can no longer get a hold of, they chose to use a sedative midazolam and a... <laughs> midazolam! Yeah, 
Medazolam definitely sounds like a drug you take before you go to an all-night EDM party. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that Medazolam. It sounds like a magic word. Especially, yeah, because you could also str- immediately just start calling it Dazzle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like, immediately just be like, oh, yeah, man, hey. I just need about eight ball of dazzle, man. I just gave you three, three, got three thousand dollars worth of dazzle. Where's my money, dude? Oh, sorry, man. It just ran out on me, man. So I had to use it to kill ten rapists this morning. <laughs> and they use that in connection with a drug called a painkiller called hydromorphine. Cool. So it's what it is is they just they sedate them first and then they give them an overdose of painkillers. Right. Uh, this did not work. Uh, and Berkeley University's Megan McCracken, uh, who advises lawyers that are challenging lethal injection practices, she said, "Quote: At the very least, we can say this execution did not proceed as planned." I mean, that's because they gave. Her the, they gave her the Janis jo- or gave this guy the Janis Joplin. You can't <laughs> yeah. just feed these people drugs that rock stars were doing in the '60s. The other problem too is, is I mean, you know, he kind of deserved it. <laughs> you know, well, like he kind of got what he deserved. You can't say it all the time, but if he fucking raped a pregnant woman, he kind of got it. This Killed is and why raped, yes. the government shouldn't be allowed to put people to death and should have zero power in everything because they can't even murder. They can't. They don't have the ability. No, to No, we kill. know how to murder, but they. T- the uh, problem is, is that when you ask them to do it all nice and cuddly, that's when they have the problems. It said if if we needed to just straight fucking kill this guy, we wouldn't see him again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. We should just do it. What we do. What we did to Osama bin Laden because Osama bin Laden barely even know he died. Because <laughs> maybe he he's does. still fucking alive. Or again, he is fish food in the bottom of the ocean. Twenty fourteen. He's, he's an aquarium. <laughs> he's an aquarium for somebody. Uh, the fish. The other botched ex- execution happened in. April, this guy Clayton Daryl Lockett, he didn't even die from the lethal execute the lethal injection itself. He had a heart attack. Right. Uh, he was administered an untested mixture of drugs that had never been used before for executions. He died forty three minutes after being sedated. After after he was declared unconscious, he raised his head and he said, "Oh man, I'm I'm not." And then he also said, something's wrong. (laughs) Way wrong. We talked about this on Top Hat. Yeah, we did. The the joke was about how uh, it's a terrible execution if you die of natural causes. (laughs) I mean, he he died of a heart attack. Yeah, they gave gave him a lethal injection, and then he got hit by a bus (laughs) outside of the fucking prison. How the hell does that happen? How did he die? Old age. (laughs) Old age took him. Yeah, father time. You can't stop that. His crimes in 1999, he beat... uh, kidnapped, beaten, shot Stephanie Neiman, a 19-year-old high school graduate, and a friend uh, of his other victims and a witness to his crimes. Uh, he beat her and used duct tape to bind her hands and cover her mouth. Even after being kidnapped and driven to a dusty county road, Neiman did not back down when Le- Lockett asked if she planned to contact the police. After she stated she would go to the police as soon as he let her go. Which is uh, really cool as shit. But I mean, like, yeah. it comes down to it, you're like, no, fuck you, no. I am calling the goddamn police. Of course I'm Call the police. You better kill me. You better kill me. That's yeah. my problem. Yeah. Is that I'll start in the you better kill me monologue. Yeah. And then I'll get I, murdered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like sometimes teach your kids to lie. Yeah. This is one of those situations. Yep. What they have to learn is the is the old healing power of comedy. Yeah. Right. Just start making this guy laugh. Chuck Long's like, oh, maybe I got to keep this guy around a little longer. This guy's a fucking barrel of laughs. Look at this guy. All of a sudden, you're drinking together. Next thing mm. you know, you're godfather to his fucking son. <laughs> 
So you want you you recommend doing what Bart Simpson did with Sideshow Bob survive on the uh, boat? Sing the HMS Pinafore. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Good. Well, it didn't work out for Lockett. She was buried alive. Ooh, uh, that's one of the worst. That's it. That is uh that is my worst uh fear. That is, yeah. that for me is the worst death is being buried alive. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Lockett ordered an accomplice to bury her while she was still I don't breathing. Know you, my question is, I don't know how you get buried alive. I would not be buried alive. I would be shot. Well, because if you started laying me down and be like, all right, now lay there still, I'd just be like, look at me twisted. I'm yeah. twisted. I'm digging up all the dirt. How's that dirt going to get solid if I'm too busy twisted? I love that this guy had an accomplice doing it. Like, he's just a small business owner. You know? He's just a small businessman getting his employees to do all the work for him. He's making jobs. Right. For others. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like most jobs these days, it's like an internship. It's an unpaid internship. Right. It's about getting your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Well, she actually didn't die from being buried alive. She died from the two shotgun wounds that Lockett had given her before uh, the suffocation. Oh, got so her. she yeah. was barely buried alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was more just the intense worst fear you could possibly have dying with the that. Build up the build-up is rough. The build-up is really And that's really actually going to be a great new show coming to True TV, Barely Buried Alive. <laughs> And it's just like me in a tub covered in blankets. Mm, yeah, but your head's still exposed, so you are barely buried alive. Thank you. Where's my money? <laughs> well, they also used uh, the drug midazolam. Uh, they used Dazzle on this one as well. Uh, and one expert testified in uh, this Florida case that instead of sedating, some patients turn extremely violent when given midazolam. Oh, oh perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, part, but then the best part is that when they freak out right before they start attacking everybody, you got all these cops with guns. And, right. fire, and f- f- firing squads are 100% effective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. Let's go back to the firing squad. Well, Jesus. If we've learned anything this year, cops can use those guns very well. <laughs> Ferguson, 2014. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. So they used it in uh, conjunction. They used midazolam with potassium chloride, uh, and that causes severe pain uh, unless it's used with an anesthetic. Uh, But when I also think it makes Twinkies yellow. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Makes them last quite a while. And, of course, uh, they should have consulted an anesthesiologist, somebody who is versed in the ways of pharmacology, but they didn't consult any doctors. What, did you just get like a guy named Spider? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like backstage, he's like, yeah, it should, it should be enough. Uh, you, know, you know, the thing is, that it killed my dog, so it should maybe kill him. We'll probably use twice as much as we used to kill my dog with it. Well, right. speaking of dogs, this cocktail was deemed too painful for use in dogs. Well, yeah, of course. Jesus yeah. we, Christ. Dogs are beloved in this country. They are. So it's just a corrections officer doing this, these glorified wait staff for it, white trash? It's the executioner. Right. Yeah. So okay. yeah, they've had, they've got special executioners. And by the way, they they need to go back to wearing the hoods. Yeah. I hate this naked faced <laughs> executioner bullshit. Yeah. It's like when Kiss took off the makeup and you just realized they're <laughs> oh, a bunch of ugly going, Jewish dudes. Yeah, when they wanted to be acoustic. Yeah. That was a rough side. Yeah, th- yeah, I'm sick of these acoustic fucking uh, executioners. We need some heavy metal executioners. He should be sitting there with a fucking skull's head on and like, you know, like a gaunt like gauntlets <laughs> right. and like long drapey black all over him and he's just like prepare to see the end of your fate. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's got a guitar slash uh, sickle <laughs> in his hands. 
<laughs> just fucking beheads the dude. That'd be fucking sweet as shit. That'd be awesome. Well, it's unclear how much these uh, this cocktail of drugs actually enters, entered his system because the vein that they used collapsed while they were administering it. And the vein they chose, this is a weird one, they used a vein in his groin area okay. and a cloth was put over his groin to prevent witnesses from seeing said groin area. I, I do feel like it is inappropriate that if you were already going to administer a lethal injection to a man, do you really got to do it through the head of his cock? I mean, you know, it's tough to say. But I like the idea that these people who are going to watch a man die would be totally disgusted if you looked at it. But look at his penis. Oh, my God. We just went to see a murder. See, I didn't know it was, was going to be so fa- trashy. The father of the daughter, I'd be standing for, standing, and be like, I want to see his cock. <laughs> I want to see it go straight into his goddamn cock. <laughs> Let me do it. Let me do it. <laughs> well, that was January. In February, the UK, which we will be going to yeah. in March. Yeah. Uh, tickets on sale now at Gigs and Tours. Com. Just search last podcast on the left to see this if we're is, coming to a city near you. Now, this is a story that makes me both like nervous and also excited about <laughs> being in the UK even yeah, more. Right. <laughs> My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. 
Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. This was when spree killer Joanne Dennehy uh, went on a bit of a row, as they call it, in England. She killed three people in a stabbing spree and severely injured two others. When she finally, when she went to trial, she was described by the judge at the Old Bailey as having a, quote, sadistic lust for blood. And she was sentenced this year. Uh, and she, this is amazing. She is only the third woman in the history. History of England to be sentenced to life in prison behind uh, Myra Henley and uh, Rosemary West. Our two favorites. Yeah. I lo- um, also, in this one, she used the weapon was if you ever watch QVC late at night and they're like, we've got a brand new knife set coming your way. <laughs> yeah, it was like the dragon spear or whatever it was called. <laughs> it's one of those knives that's so ludicrous looking, you're just like, oh, no one would actually use that to murder anybody. But she, she took it. I love her. I love her too. <laughs> I kind of like her. Is she when you watch videos of her? Because oh, so we were saying this before. It's like you know, a lot of the times, not to discourage the ladies. I love a good old fashioned lady murderer. Mm-hmm, but a sure. lot of the times, they when they say that they're wicked and they say like, mm-hmm. oh, I just wanted to see what it felt like. You're like, ah, well, you're a little, you were curious, and then maybe you were surprised at the outcome. She is a person that is a true cold blooded killer. Like yeah. I showed the video of Mark. I showed to Mark as the video of her arraignment, and it's just her just talking about. She's like. These clothes aren't sexy enough. I need something to fit my ass, something to fit my chest. Yeah. And she was like, she was just like an old fashioned, like an evil woman from a horror movie, from an old she British is. movie. She's amazing. Yeah, but she told a psychiatrist, I killed to see how I would feel, to see if I was as cold as I thought I was. Then it got Moorish. Cool. Like, That's great. Not necessarily more, but more ish. Uh, and by the way, in comparison to the United States, the UK, they have sentenced three women uh, to life in prison in the entire history of their country. Uh, the United States just currently has over 5,000 women serving life uh, prison sentences. Because we punish people equally. It is a democracy. Mm-hmm. Is, well, that's what we do. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. It's all about that. So there's just three people, three chicks in this prison just running wild like uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. They just have a bunch of places to play around. Oh, Rosemary West is having a fantastic time. No, she's not. She's very upset in jail. She's not doing well. You heard all oh, the no. story. The story. No, she, she, said, she said she never wants to come out. She's having a great time with board games. She's got a girlfriend. But the problem is, is that But she's also known as being despicably mean. She grew out her mustache hairs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fine. See those pictures? That's okay. She yeah. grew her mustache yeah, yeah. hairs out. She's looking kind of like a 
Kung Fu Sensei. <laughs> right. She's having a great, like, I guess in that way, but they say that she mm-hmm. mostly sits alone. Oh, well, she's she only. Now, well, now she has a new friend. Yeah. Now There's she does. There's only one other friend. person to Can hang out with. Can you eat pussy in jail? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, she had. No, wait. That was, uh, that was Myra Hanley that had a relationship with uh, a guard for quite a long time. Awesome. Yeah. That's so gross, though. Yeah. <laughs> they love it, though. And it's after menopause. That's when the ladies get their facial hair. I learned that this week. So she's ex- she's not that's wet just- down there or bleeding every month, so that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dinahy had an accomplice, her boyfriend. His name was this Ga- guy. His name was Gary Richards, aka mm. Gary Stretch. He is seven foot three inches tall Ooh. and one of Britain's tallest men. He's an ugly motherfucker, too. Ooh. And did you see those pictures that we put up? Someone put them up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's her in her bra with stomach cuts all over her face, oh. like dancing all over the place, like right before she committed the murders with Gary Stretch, her boyfriend. And they're all like, you know, there's something that is so sexually free about absolutely disgusting people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, someone's yeah. like so disgusting, but they're all like very like, oh yeah, I suck his cock. You want to come in and watch? You want to watch yep. me fuck my boyfriend? And it's never somebody hot. No, no, no. no. These God, people no. are just like if you gave a personality to a boiled hot dog. <laughs> That's all they are. They're about as trashy as it gets. I lo- This woman, though, I mean, they lived uh, it was in the apartment complex. It was in the hallway there. That's the that's where all the hot erotica pictures are. Yep. So you can imagine someone just like open their door and then like look down the hallway and they're just like, I, uh, I'll just I'll wait. <laughs> I'm just going to wait 15 minutes I don't to like the going into the hallway so. when my very nice hipster neighbors are coming out of the apartment. No, can't do Never it. mind when you got Gary Stretch and fucking Joe. Yep, yeah. she did a sexy picture showing her belly, and then he did a sexy mm. picture showing his belly. It was one of Good those, God. oh no, I'm going to do it, and now you do you're it. You're funny, Gary, you're funny. Uh, oh, hey, Gary, I'm do it. let's go fucking kill the night. <laughs> Still not as creepy as most of Dov Charney's uh, photo shoots. Oh, think about that. American Apparel. American Apparel. What? I am not politically fucking active. American Apparel, Henry. I love the American Apparel picture. So they all fourteen? Yeah, they're they're all molested girls. No, they're not. Right? They're eighteen. No, they're molested. They're very molested. Everybody's been molested, but me. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, these murders were called the Peterborough Ditch Murders, uh, and they took they took place last year. Not a clever name. It's just because they dumped them in a ditch, and it was in Peterborough. Right. Uh, And all the victims were male. They all died from stab wounds. They were all discovered dumped in ditches outside of Peterborough. Now, here's something that you should be careful about, Ben. Uh-oh. The two men that they stabbed and that the ones that lived... They had a bunch of loose skin. No. no. Okay. All right. They uh, have red hair. Nope. No, they are born on July 21st. No, they are not. All right. So I'm oh, not so that I know. Are, yeah, why are they... Dog walkers. Yes. Whoa. Good thing I'm a dog nanny, and uh, <laughs> I mostly spend time cuddling them. So, think about that. I feel like they want you to spend less time cuddling them. Yes, yes. <laughs> One would argue they don't want me to be their employee anymore. <laughs> that is fun truth. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fun little truth. <laughs> well, she pleaded guilty. She took everyone by surprise by going in and saying, I've pleaded guilty, and that's that. Uh, and one of the victims, uh, his name uh, was something Lee. His last name Keith was... Keith Lee. Keith Lee. And they went and they basically... She was fucking him. Yes, she was. She was fucking him, and she was. he was not only her boss, but also her landlord. Yes. And you know what? I think Gary Stretch was totally cool with it. I, yeah, absolutely. I believe. 
believe. I, I think he might have had like a Fred West room where he had uh-huh. the little keyhole, the little eye hole. Totally. She was a bit of a prostitute. Yes. Yeah, and that's what they said. It's like basically when she would go missing for, they had testimony from her first husband who like watched her go around. She was, you know, massive drunk, massive heroin right. user, and yeah. she was just a local favorite. <laughs> People knew who she was. Honestly, yeah. I mean, she could have been, you know, had she taken a right instead of a left, she could have been quite a beauty. Oh. You know, she had a lot of good potential. Heroin just don't make you pretty. <laughs> don't make you pretty, never. Nope. So uh, she killed, you know, the three people she killed. She killed Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. She killed another guy named uh, Slabazuski. Uh, yeah, stabbed him. Yeah, in that's the heart. a great name. That's like a the scream and rage. Like Slabazuski, <laughs> I want your badge and your gun on my desk. <laughs> well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, didn't mean to shoot uh, all the uh, neighborhood cats. Uh, I will tell you that I was uh, never officially given a gun. I kind of just <laughs> uh, took one from the gun room. So put it back. Have them back. I'll put them back. I'll put them. Put back. it back. <laughs> Killed another guy, last name Chapman. He was stabbed in the neck and chest. She was arrested after neighbors living on West Falling Street uh, in Peterborough. Uh, she said They said that she had been randomly stabbing and attacking people. And then after her arrest, uh, she was linked to the previous murders and charged. And she was sentenced to life in prison for the participation in all these attacks. Yeah, and so right. she was like a good old-fashioned, just a ball of mayhem kind yeah. of fun. Oh, and Stretch was sent to life in prison as well. Well, yeah. why? Because he helped out. Yeah, he helped out. He was complicit in all the murders. He's just the big dummy. You know, (laughs) I feel like if you're a lady and you're with a guy who does a bunch of murdering, they try to get the girl to turn on the dude and maybe she gets 10 years. I think that Stretch was the gal here. Yeah? She was much more masculine. She was the one who wanted to kill Stretch. Just, I wish they would accept me. Yeah. He was just huge and big. I'm bigger than everyone else. (laughs) If they could see what my eyes can see, (laughs) taller than anyone should be <laughs> well with any luck they'll treat me normal when i go out of the house today hey you fucking freak oh never mind <laughs> joanna loves me <laughs> uh, and then we're on to march and march just man only where's three the months plane? in where's the fucking plane where's this is march like- where is the plane this is the only this is the only major one that is just march is when the plane disappeared nothing else happened in march as far as we're concerned where's the fucking plane can i go a little bit on a limb here let's do in it a true just in a true conspiracy sense right i've All spent right. a long time reading about this we did a whole episode about this that we had a scrap because we had horrible audio right. um and because at the time we were all obsessed with it and mm. we were researching it. And so last night I was just kind of like going through because I like I wanted to see like what was more like, you know, like different angles in the conspiracy sort of like about the disappearance of the plane. Well, you and know, I, the, the Texas scientists were on the plane. Mm-hmm. Did China take the plane? Did China yeah, take the plane? Did aliens take the plane? Was it a, 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 you know, a sacrifice to a new electronic weapon? Is Was it a commandeer by the U.S. government? Was it was it like a, a bad 1980s racist comedian joke being like, I told you Asians couldn't drive. Yeah. You know, is, is it just a punchline? Yeah. Um, so what I noticed is that so every top news aggregate website, like you know, like CNN right. and uh, what was it, uh, the the big paper over in, in uh, UK as well, the Sun uh, or whatever, the Daily Sun, the Mirror, the, the Mirror, da- the Daily like, News, no, like, no, or so Daily Mail. Basically, you see all of these actual legit places, the Washington Post, who all like were like like collecting they're like what are the biggest conspiracies about the missing Malaysian airplane and they were making a joke about it and 
That is to me when you t- talk about disinformation and you talk about like b- b- them feeding you and controlling a storyline. The fact that newspapers that are connected to the gigantic corporations that run everything, that are also the people that fund every senator in the like in the United States, that all of the money is is, is put into super PACs all over the country, <laughs> right? They have now adopted saying that there's a conspiracy and they're making it a big fun joke. Yeah. Like about how like, look at all these funny things. 237 people died. They disappeared. They have no idea where the hell these bodies are. Maybe somebody knows. Who knows? Right. They are they are accepting the conspiracy thing, which to me is double layered conspiracy. It's like that's the conspiracy. Oh shit. Is it like that they are they they let the cover up happen. Mm-hmm. It's like making fun of the UFO people. It's letting it happen in plain sight. It's doing this stuff. They're doing this more and more because they believe everybody's a crackpot of the earth. If you believe in conspiracies, they think you're crazy, and they are owning the storyline and they're telling people what to think. Well, they are newspapers. I'm just saying. I'm with you. But you know, I think it's very fun. <laughs> it though. just sounds fucking. These are just this- fishy as a fucking grandma's set of panties. <laughs> oh, I love grandma's set of panties, set of panties. But this is on par, you know, with what we were talking about in the O.J. Simpson situation, the dancing Edos that yeah. were on the Tonight Show. When we do go on the CNNs of the world, and we will at some point, I guarantee you, they're going to be like, "How dare you guys make fun of the victims of all these murderers?" And we'll throw it right back in their face. They spent a month making bank money on these two uh, two hundred and thirty-seven. Now again, Marine food. And yeah. now it can just uh, be a big funny joke about how there's right. a conspiracy about it, but the problem is, is because nobody knows the fucking truth. And that is a huge well, problem. Yeah. And it's like, and if you and, like, and I just think it's like, what's the answer? Just say with, yes, of course, they're probably at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I think But so. fucking Where's the answer? Why, yeah. why don't you know? And so it's it's that to me is just one of those things when the secret that behind a curtain pokes its head through and you see how they own the news stories, how they own the storyline, and then they can do whatever they want with it. And then basically they're like, oh, all this conspiracy stuff is for nutcases. How dare you? But I, meanwhile, it's because they, what they get to do is avoid answering the question. Yeah. I just hope if I'm on a plane, let's just say I'm flying Virgin Airlines, I hope the plane doesn't go down while I'm in the middle of the first 40. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> love that show. Love and I hate show. it when I miss the end. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, the black and worse. I haven't eaten worse when I miss the beginning. Oh, my God. Who is murdered and why? <laughs> mm. All right. Well, that's my, that is my rant. Yeah. And by the way, the whole time you were pointing and talking at me like I knew the answer. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Where's What's the plane? The, What's the answer, Marcus? Where's the goddamn plane? <laughs> I don't. No. Who knows? Let's move on to April. I don't really care. Yeah. No, it's all done. <laughs> it's all done. It's the principle of the thing. Yeah, it's right. the principle. Let's move on to April, the stabbing month. Lots of stabbings. Ooh, three big <clears throat> stabbings in April. The first uh, was this guy. His name was Trang uh, Ray Lee, he was 47. This was in Ontario. Uh, and this was a big uh, month for stabbings in Canada. Mm. Uh, he had three counts of attempted murder and four counts of aggravated assault, four counts of assault with And this a is a group of people that don't have many guns. Yeah. So now you see, if they don't got guns. the guns, they're going to knives. Yeah. Well, oh. that's why the guy that went up and shot, shot up the parliament and shot all the security guards, uh, those security guards, there are no bullets in their guns. Yeah. Uh, which that was a big mistake. But Marcus and I were talking before the show, Canada really coming up in the violence game. Yeah. 
Yep, just yesterday. We're recording this on New Year's Eve. Just yesterday, uh, nine people were killed in uh, Manitoba, I believe, uh, in a huge citywide shooting spree. I've always spree. said this, and I'll say it before. Ontario. Manitoba oh. is very dangerous in December. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to avoid Manitoba in December. That is common knowledge, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll just uh, drive right through there to Manitoba. And, oh, uh, I didn't right forgot that it's it's the stabbing celebration where everybody uh, who's got a knife has got to stab somebody because if they do, they get a 20% coupon over at Filene. <laughs> oh, well, it's well worth it then. 20% off. Uh, this guy, he stabbed a bunch of people because he got fired. Hey, I've been much. there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next Very one up common. was in Pittsburgh. Uh, this 20 people were hurt in this stabbing rampage. Uh, 19 students and a security guard. The kid was a 16-year-old sophomore. Uh, the he said that They said that he was flashing two knives around as he moved through the classroom in the first floor hallway. Uh, a <laughs> principal. Seem, that seems like such a classic 1980s like sort of screwball comedy. Like him yeah. flipping those like, butterfly eyes around. going to be like, hey, yeah, I'm bad. I'm from the other side of the tracks. Right. But at the end of the day, he has a really good heart. And we found out that his father was an alcoholic and his mother didn't take care of him enough. But that's yeah. why that's yeah. where the 80s movies leave off as they don't finish the end. Or when he goes and lightly oh. stabs 20 people. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. It's like the alternate ending to summer school. I'm also going to put it this way. I know he was stabbing people and it's very, it's very true and real. He was barely stabbing these guys. Well, yeah. no, nope, he was kind of tucking and trying to see if they're rare or not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm like, a, like, like, oh like no, man! A, like you go through a supermarket, but you're squeezing <laughs> avocados, but this guy's just stabbing people to see if they're fresh. I don't know, man. One doctor described the knife wounds that he saw as several inches deep and quote impressively large. Hey, let's not. We can't be complimenting. <laughs> oh my! I got to say, because you know. Not that I think about it all the time, but I'd like to think that if I was going around stabbing a bunch of people, that I'd do it just like that little boy. Just like that. <laughs> yeah, that's not good if you go to the doctor and you're like, I think I've been stabbed. And the doctor's like, impressive? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very impressive. Look how big it is. Yeah. Oh, oh. Look, I can put my whole finger in it. Oh. Yeah. Like Shao Kahn oh, in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> impressive. <laughs> yep, one kid, uh, his the knife pierced his liver, his diaphragm, and several <laughs> major blood vessels. Missed his heart uh, by millimeters. Uh, seven were stabbed in the chest, back, and abdomen. He had a uh, he had a pretty good run. Of course, there were no fatalities in those two. Right. Uh, He's but- being kind of like Raphael. <laughs> yeah, I mean, twenty people. That's. I mean, he was. He must have gone through a Ted Bundy when he went into the sorority house and got the four girls in fifteen minutes. Sort of. Pan, uh, frantic uh, phase. It just reminds me of, it makes me think of that fat kid doing the Jedi thing with the broom handle, <laughs> Ooh, and it's yeah. him just running down the hallway going like, <laughs> stabbing <laughs> randomly. That was the first internet sensation that went viral, Star Wars kid, Yeah, I believe he was called, and you know what? He was extremely suicidal. Yes. Not happy with Oh, he that. should have been. It was quite embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> well, uh, the third mass stabbing uh, in uh, April uh, this one resulted in quite a few murders. This guy, Matthew DeGrood, he went to a house party and fatally stabbed five people. Uh, they were celebrating the well, end of the also, semester. Let's also put it this way. It was a fondue party. They mm-hmm. had run out of those long forks. Mm-hmm. And so it starts with just the stat. Next thing you know, you got three or four glasses of wine. You got close to two pounds of Gouda in you. <laughs> You're starting to have hallucinations. You're starting to see people who you look like a big piece of bread. Right, right. <laughs> That's true. Well, he uh, had, uh, they said that he brought an 
quote unquote instrument from work uh, to stab people. But once he got to yeah. the party, he saw a knife in the kitchen, decided that that was a much better weapon, uh, and he stabbed five people to death. Three of them were pronounced dead on the scene. Damn. Two of them later died in the hospital. I mean, he went deep in this stabbing. And so he, he got away, a- too. Everyone just ran. When he started uh, stabbing, people just ran away. They scattered. Right. He was uh, arrested 40 minutes later with assistance from a K-9 unit. Oh, very a dog good. caught him. That's good. Dogs are great. Yep. His uh, last post on Facebook read, the world needs a hero. Whoa. What does a, that mean? I don't know. I don't, well, I he miss- was quoting a Megadeth song uh, that's called Dread and the Fugitive Mind. Can we play it? Well, let me look for it. This well, is his favorite song. Well, right, but I mean, how does he be a hero? How does this make him a hero? He just stabbed a bunch of people at a dinner party. He was thinking of himself like he was some sort of, I don't know, Scarlet Witch. I don't Did know what's the name was- of one of his characters. <laughs> Did he think he was Wolverine? A of- he's like a Wolverine. He thinks he's being Wolverine and everybody around him is being a fucking... Oh, yeah, this is stabbing music. I'll teach Debbie to not come with me to the Megadeth concert. <laughs> That'll teach her. Yep, that is Dread and the Fugitive Mind by Megadeth. That's great. Uh, and he was also a fan of motivational speaker Chris Gardner, uh, of whom the uh, Will Smith movie The Pursuit of Happiness Think was based about on. without his encouragement and that sort of drive, he may have just used that knife to kill himself. Right. But instead, he believed in himself and he <laughs> knew that the world needed a hero that day so he went to that party instead and instead of bringing the booze right. he brought a, an instrument literally a sharp saxophone yeah. from his job <laughs> in order to stab people you know i was thinking about this uh, as a matter of fact 2 days ago and i'm over self help yeah. over self-help books and I'm over encouraging words of wisdom because most of the people I don't like and I don't want them to have more uh, spirit or soul. Yeah, I don't want them to have the go go get it attitude. Who had a lot of spirit in life, right? Right. Hitler. Sure. <laughs> a lot of spirit. You could argue that Hitler was the little kitty holding on <laughs> from the mountain. <laughs> he had a lot of spirit. Uh, he definitely hung in there until the Russians uh, demolished Berlin. Yeah, Genghis and of course he Khan. went to retire in Argentina. Yeah. Oh, and he's, I see. I saw a new picture of him recently. Oh. They said a new picture that is proof that he's been living in Argentina all this time. And I got to tell you, he looked like shit. Yeah, he's well, got to be over 100 years old by yeah, now. Yeah, it's not recent. It's, oh. It was from the 70s. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, we'll actually get to a uh, surviving Nazi later on. But before then, but do, not, was- do, 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 do not, do not, do not. Your father was the cop. All right, we're not going to go there. So in May, we're going to go for a story that I can't believe this is almost more of a roundtable story. Uh, this happened in the Czech Republic. Uh, two men, uh, Tomas Krapela mm. and Rudolf Fion, were handed life sentences for producing tainted alcohol that killed this is, more than 30 people. This is such an... I, I, I mean, we covered a lot of horrible crimes, and they're all terrible. Yeah. I think that this is the worst crime on this whole thing. <laughs> right. Because it's so random and it's so fucked up. They literally just poison a bunch of beer and it's like, that's the exact opposite of what we need beer for. Beer is to help everyone. Yeah, they used... What, uh, what, this is the most hippie argument you've ever made. I love beer. Yeah, beer <laughs> is great. Sweet, sweet booze. It's like if you told me someone poisoned the nug. Oh. I'd be like, how dare you break that trust? 
Right, that's very true. That's a good point. Well, they were selling a bootleg, of course, and the bootleg alcohol was diluted with the industrial chemical methanol, which is commonly used to make windscreen wiper fluid. Man, oh. I'll tell you, though, the first couple of sips of this booze were awesome. Well, you get hammered. <laughs> yeah. If you can live. Right. You get real drunk. Yep. They killed 38 people. Uh, and 38 drunks. And the... <laughs> think about that. <laughs> 38 dregs. 38 yeah. drains on society. society yeah, yeah, yeah. Out there getting booze hounded instead of working in our factories making bullets for our boys overseas. <laughs> That's right. Well, the deaths, this is an interesting fact. The deaths were described at the time as the Czech Republic's worst case of fatal alcohol poisoning in 30 years. In 30 years? So this has happened before. Yeah, oh. and not that <laughs> long ago. Oh, 38 dead from alcohol. Huh? That and, reminds me of last Tuesday. And they go and they take, they have that like zero days since like <laughs> a man have died of alcohol. All right, back to zero. <laughs> well, in June, we had the uh, Tuam Children's Grave Scandal. Uh, this is when a uh, Catholic archbishop in the Republic of Ireland, he said that the church has no records about the burial of 800 children at a mother-baby home in Ireland. At least oh, those yeah. kids fucking died. Oh, My big God. thing is, what about the kids that were that lived they had to uh, live with the memories from that fucking orphanage. Oh, God. <laughs> now, Absolutely it was, awful. Remember oh. Sister June coming down being like, it's time to play pepperoni counter. And she's like, she has all the, pe- the kids line up with their dicks out. And she goes around like, one, hmm? a two, <laughs> a three, a four. Oh, the fourth is my favorite because I give it up. <laughs> you know, that's, actually, that's not that bad. That doesn't sound too terrible. If everyone's consenting and you're paying for it. Sure. Well, this was a what they call in Ireland a mother baby home. Uh, this is. I mean, I'm just gonna say that they that is dumb. Yeah, mother yes. baby. Yeah, because <laughs> it's in Italian. What's, what's in that house there? Mother baby. Mother baby. <laughs> are, are they baby mothers? Are there are there children having sex no, or no, having no, 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 babies or the, the mother mother baby? How old's the mother? Is the mother the baby? Or the, the mother has a baby. The Mother baby. <laughs> mother baby house. Okay. Well, this what, place. What's the name of that house? Oh, that's mother the baby. mother baby house. Okay. <laughs> well, this place operated from 1926 to 1961, uh, and the remains of some of the children were found in a disused septic tank. Well, not disused anymore. Hey, you know, it comes down to it is that as long as it could have been an empty septic tank. Right. Which is a travesty. They would just throw it. The reason why they ended up in the septic tank is because the backyard was full. (laughs) Right, right, right. It's like the burbs. It's literally the same thing. The backyard was full. They started putting bodies in the thing. And so what it was, I was starting doing research about this place, Mm -hmm. this orphanage. The mother mother baby homes are where a, um, you know, the mother baby. Yeah, the mother baby house. Um, They are for when it's basically for women to go discreetly have a baby when mm-hmm. they have a baby out of wedlock mm-hmm. but most of the time what they do with these babies is they kill them. They take right. the baby they go like clack 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 they're like they'll snap it like it's a wet towel and then right. fucking throw it in a ditch. Yeah. And that's what they did and because they were fucking nurses they got away with it. Well, not only that, not only did the women give birth and, uh, you know, the nuns pretty much, yeah, just killed the babies. Right. These women were forced to work at the mother baby home for a year afterwards to pay off the debt. Well, oh, yeah. I have no problem with that. I just want to say, uh, <laughs> I just want to say, thanks, new pope. 
You know, <laughs> classic new pope. But this is it, it also happened to John Wayne Gacy when he got the 33 in the crawl space, but then he killed an extra six, and he's just like, what? Oh, what do, what do I, I, you know, you got to throw him in the river. Yeah, it happened to Fred and Rosemary West as right. well. Yeah, yeah, they filled up everything, so they had to go out to that old farmhouse. Oh, man, that needs to be a show. Human hoarders. Cor- corpse hoarders. Corpse hoarders. Oh, God. And, then, and at the end of each episode, like, they help them organize their houses, and then they arrest them. <laughs> they organize the corpse bones. And they're like, and now that, also, now that everything's neat, um, you're coming to jail for uh, you know, so Oh, yeah, because what was John Wayne Gacy's thing? It's like, I didn't kill anybody. The, the most they could get me is for running an illegal morgue. No, it was uh, for running an unlicensed cemetery. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> right. So but my bedroom has finally become a safe haven. I have it all cleaned up. <laughs> So this grave was originally found in 1975 uh, by two 12-year-old boys. Ooh, uh, that is such a great fun find for you and your 12-year-old oh, friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. You literally just find a oh. fucking ditch filled with bones. We were oh, looking. Would have been so happy. Every single trip with my friends was in the back of our minds, will we find a bunch of human bones? <laughs> Please, God, let us find a bunch of human bones. These you just, kids were living like the Goonies. Exactly. <laughs> Although there's no gold in Ireland. Yeah. No, no, no. All the gold is in their teeth because yeah. it's all rotten from mm. you know just drinking booze and eating mud. I don't know. What <laughs> it doesn't matter. Beautiful women. No. Very oh, smart men. Oh, yeah. Love the Irish. Well, uh, they thought, initially, they thought that these babies, uh, these baby skeletons were just from the potato famine. So they oh, said, ah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. That's great. No, that's just a normal b- dead baby field. You know right. when we ran out of potatoes and everybody was just, yeah. Like, yeah, we'll just throw them out in the field. Jesus. So it's like they're walking around like a like you're going through uh, in Detroit and you see a bunch of old car parts. And you're like, yeah, there used to be a car factory here. But they're like, uh, yeah, wow, yeah, this reminds me a lot of all the corpses from the potato factory. Those, those corpses are new. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this woman, we wouldn't. the reason why we heard about it this year was because a historian named Catherine Corliss mm. uh, decided Always to do a little bit of digging. Always some nosy woman. <laughs> oh, leave her alone. <laughs> Yep, uh, she said that she went to uh, the Births, Deaths, and Marriages Registration Office in Galway, asked them if she could have records of the children who died at that home, uh, and uh, she said, when they came back to me, she said, we have the records, but there's quite a number. Eight. The number's eight. Eight. It's eight. Eight hundred. Eight hundred. Eight. Now it's eight, but then there's two zeros behind it, so I guess it's now negative eight. Is it like the word woo? Is it, is yeah. it like saying woo? Ayoo! <laughs> Mother baby? I'm going to need to go to another authority. Thank you. <laughs> well, this home was run by uh, the nuns. They were called the Bon Secours Sisters. Yeah, just a bunch of fucking evil, twatted, yeah. twisted sisters. These women... Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, These nice. women were, uh, were doing a service, dare I say. Yeah, they mm-hmm. ran three mother baby homes. Hmm. Hey, you know, I remember when Sam Walton... Ran into Walmart and he was just like, "I got a Walmart on my hands." You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same thing. They're they're like mother babies. These women keep fucking, right? <laughs> and we keep having. We have plenty of ditches. So these yeah. nuns are the Sam Walton of abortion clinics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there were ten institutions of these kind uh, in Ireland in the 20th century. Thirty five thousand unmarried pregnant women, who they called fallen women, uh, mm. were shuttled through these homes. You know, uh, Ireland has the strictest abortion standards in the uh, in the world. It's borderline. I mean, it is completely illegal. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? They just allowed a woman to, uh, they just allowed a, a fetus to die instead of a woman who was uh, being kept alive via tubes and uh, machinery, but they allowed her to die. So then the baby died with her. 
but it was very rare. They allowed her to die? Yeah, because they were keeping her alive because, uh, because of the baby inside of her, but then they were like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, uh, you know what? His whole thing, that's like a trash, his whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're very Catholic. It's what we call the double shivo right there. Uh, nothing like a double shivo. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, man. The, the thing is, is that you get the baby death for half off. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. <laughs> yep. Death rates were extraordinarily high at this place. 34% of the kids died at the home in 1943. 25% died in 1944. 23% died in 1945. They're going down every year. Yeah. But in 1946, they popped back up to 27%. Ah. Most most of them died of sickness or malnutrition. Uh, there were just a ton of unmarked graves. And, of course, the Associated Press, they got this story, and they ran with it without getting all the facts straight. Uh, first, they said uh, that these kids had not received Roman Catholic baptisms, which in Ireland is actually a pretty big deal. Yeah. But documents said that many at the orphanage were baptized. Not all of them. Uh, but That's many what of them. a priest calls when he takes a piss on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And another correction they had to make was the AP quoted a researcher who said that she believed that most of the children's remains who died there were in the septic tank, but researchers have since clarified that without excavation and forensic analysis, it is impossible to know how many sets of the remains the tank contains. It's impossible to know, but they said most likely only about 200 were dumped in the shitter. Oh, Oh, that's fine. That's That's like David Duke being like, yes, the Holocaust happened, but it wasn't six million Jews. It was just two, two million, million Jews. And the other thing is, too, it's just like, the quality of these toilets, I can't even flush your paper towel down my toilet without getting all uh, clogged uh, up. Man, you got a bucket full of shit paper in your bathroom. You're just fucking, you know. Right, right. You mean you can get a whole baby's arm down there? I mean, That's honestly, incredible. if I was selling toilets to high schools, that would be one of my marketing tools. Also, you know, you could flush your baby right down the Ben Kissel toilet uh, for all your juniors <laughs> and sophomore girls who are constantly getting pregnant here. Um, also, so, um, I'm hearing lots of like many and most. You know who wouldn't stand for many and most? Sam Walton. Again, <laughs> think I think if it. Sam Walton got into the abortion, the abortion business mm-hmm. over there, mm-hmm. you would not be. You wouldn't be getting many of these people were big like fucking the, the, right. the, 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 counted for. Oh, most of them, right? <laughs> Every one of them. You know why? Everyone because they have quicken. <laughs> <laughs> and quicken is great for keeping your it's record straight. A great program. It Gotta really use is. it. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod.
One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanadas already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. So in July, on July 9th, 2014, there was a mass shooting that located in the town of Spring, Texas, which is a suburb of Houston, which left six family members dead, four of them children, and one lone survivor. The shooter was 33-year-old Ronald Lee Haskell. Mm. And he Uh, looks, this guy looks just like I will play him in a movie. You will play him in a movie. He looks just like every internet troll. Yeah. He looks the, yes. the exact thing that he has the uh the if you only grow a beard on the bottom of your face, don't grow a beard. Don't neck, grow a beard. Yeah, neck beards they neck call beard. them. Neck beard. Yeah. Hate, oh, hate God. the neck beard. No, hate it. So the actual uh crime started about a week before uh he went over to his mother's house. Her name was Carla Jean, uh and she told that San Marcos police that she wanted a restraining order against her son after having a quote ferocious argument which resulted in her being forced into the garage having a wrist tied with duct tape and uh, taped to a computer chair hmm. for almost four hours I believe while me, I he don't threatened know many... to kill her and his entire family. My, uh-huh. my fucking Christmas, I was ready to do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I understand Christmas. it. Yep. And the incident was allegedly sparked when uh, Haskell's mother said that she was still in contact with his ex-wife, which he was not. Let's, just, so, let's put it this way. Oh, she wasn't? Because that's rough. You can't be in contact with the ex-wife. You can't. No, that's you can't fine. have anybody. All these people are on a tight. Dare I say I agree with the ex-wife for divorcing him? Yeah. Yeah. Seems I mean, like he's had a bit of a temper. It seems like it. You yeah. know, especially when it gets to a fight. I'd hate to see him at the return counter. You know, in Target. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, this is not the first time we've mentioned duct tape and uh, using that to tape up somebody's wrist. Don't they just like separate your hands? You no, know, no, just, like, duct tape is horrible. No, I know, but with the original, the original duct tape, when you just start duct taping, it takes a second. Yeah, what yeah, you got to yeah. do is you got to do that fucking Harry Houdini trick. This is a tip for everybody. All if right. you're ever being tied up, what you do, and it's true, is you flex your muscles as hard uh, as you can. Yeah. And so what you do is, so it's like, with that, it's like you would place your hands like this with your fists facing together. You make him tie, tie you like this, and then what they do, it's like you give yourself yeah. a little wiggle room. If you, if you flex as much as you can, 
can while you're getting your fucking ropes tied around your body, and then you relax. You got like a half an inch of room. Ooh, yeah. very good. Oh, that's very nice. That's a lifesaver right there. Well, Haskell had a temper, but he was also a master of disguise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he went over to his uh, ex-wife's house, dressed up as a FedEx employee. I mean, he just watched Jim Carrey's Pet Detective, a- uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, and was like, I'll do that. Not even Jim Carrey's pet. He this is a this is more of a Dana Carvey master of disguise. Oh, turtly. Yeah, <laughs> turtly. Turtly. Yes, turtly. Turtly. Say it with my little wiener and two tiny little balls. <laughs> That's all I think about. God, I can't believe this guy is such a piece of shit. Oh, he's awful. Uh, yeah, he uh, went searching for his ex-wife. Uh, the door was answered by... This was, by the way, the sister of the mother, the sister of his ex-wife. It was answered by the mother's 15-year-old daughter who didn't recognize him because... Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also going like, Hey, I am here to search for your mother. <laughs> Certainly not I, Robert Lee Haskell. Never in a thousand years. Yeah. Not the sharpest girl, right? No, no. no I mean, no, no one no. no one involved in this story right. uh, is uh, is in a Pentagon think tank. No. You know what I mean? No. Right, right. No. So Haskell left after the ruse didn't work. Uh, so, but he, but he returned a short <laughs> time he later. Just, like wrote FedEx on fucking map piece of masking tape with fucking oh, sharpie on it's it. So it's the kid who got to go to the Metallica can- concert, but he didn't have the money for a shirt, so he just wrote Metallica <laughs> on his white T-shirt. Mailman, got your mail here. <laughs> you, where's the mail? Do you have any mail? Ah. Uh, it's in the truck. I gotta get in the truck. Oh, uh, where's your truck? <laughs> what's, what's behind you? Oh, okay. <laughs> you just see him slowly running away. So he comes back. He comes clean. He says, hey, I'm your ex-uncle. Uh, she, of course, tries to close the door on him immediately. Uh, he forced his way inside. He tied her up, uh, made her lie face down. He did the same to four other children and their parents when they returned to the house. Uh, and then when they wouldn't tell her where his ex-wife was tight-lipped fucking family yeah what tell a, well, this what guy when they were this family this guy when the family wouldn't tell him anything he shot all seven people in the back of the head execution style again Ooh. maybe you just t- tell him something yeah know? just tell him something yeah yeah just say anything say anything she went to wendy's She'll Ooh. be back soon. Ooh, yeah. that is Baconator. a good line. Yeah. 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 yeah, And then what you've done there is you you distracted his mind mm-hmm. because now he's thinking of beautiful redheads. Wendy's, and he starts thinking about the Baconator, and mm. he starts thinking about like square patties. He starts thinking about Dave Thomas. He right. starts thinking about Wendy Thomas. Next thing you know, he's jerking off thinking about some fourteen year old redhead, and he doesn't even have to think about his ex wife. That's right. <laughs> and then the he goes to the drops. Wendy's. Now he's hungry. He's going to the Wendy's. He mm-hmm. sees young Sershal Mondaire, who's oh, the ca- cashier her. at the Wendy's. Yep. He connect physically. They fucking have that chemistry. <laughs> Street, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, he's married six months later, and he's a father of two. <laughs> like, immediately, of course, yeah. Of course. Well, the only survivor was the 15-year-old girl who answered the door. Uh, she uh, survived uh, by raising her hand, uh, deflecting the bullet just enough to graze her head. She suffered a skull fracture and an amputated finger. She played dead until right. the guy left, uh, and then she called the cops, and she was the one that was able to identify him. Uh, he uh, mm. was cornered in a cul-de-sac by two dozen patrol cars about three miles from the scene of the shooting. They disabled his uh, car with no, a spike No, chip. that's not him. That's a UPS guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're looking for a FedEx guy. That's oh, a, he's in brown. I yeah, so you brown. noticed yeah. that. So that's not him. Yep. Uh, they blocked his car in. He held a pistol to his head while he spoke to police uh, via cell phone. Uh, after about three hours passed, he um, surrendered to police without further incident. Fun yeah. fact about Haskell in high school, 
class clown. Oh Isn't yeah, that he was voted full, class clown, and he was king for both prom and homecoming. So this guy peaked early. That's yes. what happened. <laughs> yes, especially for how gross he was. I gotta say, we did the same thing. So it's like I'm. I did the same thing. I was voted class clown. I was voted yeah, class. I was voted class clown as well. Were you really? really? I was. Yeah. I was the loudest, the rowdiest, and class clown. I was uh, loudest as well. No, I was something. voted class clown. The temp, the the competition was not stiff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also voted wittiest. Wittiest. Yeah. Now Marcus is the only one that can talk to no, words, right? They, when they voted, they actually uh, had to ask what wittiest meant. <laughs> what I what I do, what I will say is that I knew Marcus was the wittiest when instead of actually solving the Rubik's cube, he took all the stickers off and just put them on <laughs> all the colors. And I was like, ahead. "That's outside the box." That is outside the box. Though, yeah. <laughs> well, August, not a whole lot. It is very much outside. Yeah, it was pitiful. Uh, no, August, no. not a whole lot happened in August. Okay, a couple of British. Guys Guys got stabbed in a bar in the Philippines for being too loud. That's the thing. That's just rough. That's just rough. That's just a rough one. But in September, in Oklahoma, a woman was beheaded by a Muslim convert. He worked at this place. They all worked at this place called Vaughn Foods. It was a food distribution center. Um, They were arguing. He was trying to convert Mm -hmm. people. He got angry. Uh, He went out. Uh, he um, he climbed out, or he went outside, he got into his car, he smashed it into another vehicle a couple times, climbed out, got into the building, uh, and attacked the first two people that he encountered with a knife. He stabbed Tracy Johnson to death, but he stabbed and beheaded Colleen Huffer. It's just one of those things, it's like, how do you do that so fast enough? How is I, nobody on him? I think that you just let him finish. What? It's like if you see if it's like if you see a dog having sex with another dog, you just gotta let him be done. Yeah. Let, him, <laughs> let him finish it. You know, well, we've actually got the nine one one call from inside Vaughn Foods. Let's take a listen. Shut the door. Nine one one. Where's your emergency? Vaughn Foods, Moore, Oklahoma, two sixteen Northeast Twelfth Street. We have. What's going on there? We have someone attacking someone in the building. I was just informed I'm in the front. Okay, where are they at? Inside. Are they in the office? They're in the office. What are you ordering pizza? Of the building. Yeah, we can hear a lot of screaming. We're actually in a different office, but someone just came here yelling. Lock that door. I'm like going nowhere near there. Yeah, we're trying. Okay. Can you hear this in the background? Is that him? He's back? Yeah, it sounds like he's running around out here. Okay. And that, that's a gunshot. That gunshot. <laughs> sure. Units responding to volunteers. We do now have gunshots. How many more shots have you heard? We heard three. You heard three shots? <laughs> now I'm hearing somebody yell in the hallway. Stadium. There's a, another subject yelling in the hallway. Units be advised that there's another subject yelling in the hallway. Still standing by on injury. Stay down. Stay down. So imagine going to that guy and asking for a raise. Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, uh, it just sounds like I'll a bunch of people that. playing like World of Warcraft. It's insane. <laughs> it also, it's like it's one of my personal pet peeves as a previous delivery driver is if you call up a place and you don't have your order straight, and then you're like, Tommy, you said you wanted onions, you wanted mushrooms. Okay, it's a get your story down. You yeah, know, come before on, you know, make the call. know what we're doing. Have the cash ready. Right. Uh, to, uh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's happening in the office over next to us. Is it uh, in the next? Yeah, it's yeah, in the we're next. not. I think no. it's yeah. It's 
it's in the next one, but uh, oh. uh, I'm not going anywhere near that. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, why aren't I emotional about it? I, I don't. No, it's uh, like living next like door to the house, and you're next. And like, right. I could just see myself like looking through windows and seeing all the mayhem happen, and then just going like. Closing the drapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like got it on Frasier. Yeah. Like, just, like, <laughs> it just sounds so bored. Like, how many gunshots do you hear? Yeah, there's the gunshot. We heard three. We heard three. Yeah. So. Uh, but that was like last year, I heard like five. Uh, <laughs> I don't even really fucking. Uh, I'm just know, saying, <laughs> man, the year before that, I like saw a gun in person. So. <laughs> Live in the now. You know, realize that you're experiencing something you may not experience again. Have a little energy. It's like the running of the bulls. Come on. How many times are you going to be around when a Muslim a true maniac beheads one of your coworkers? Well, we don't even want to know what the U.S. future holds. What? Mm, mm, Have you been talking of- to my grandmother? No, I'm just saying there might be more beheadings in the future. Well, October, we had the first of two serial killers caught in Brazil this year. I love this guy. Uh, Tiago Henrique Gomez de Rocha, 26. Uh, one of the people that uh, he admitted to killing 39 people over nine months, mostly Ooh, young wow. women, homeless people, and transvestites. Uh, one of the people, a singer who survived his attack, she reveal- revealed how he shouted, Tell me I'm beautiful before firing <laughs> That's, short He shots would literally him. go like, tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> tell me I'm handsome. And then shoot them. I was like, it's not me. It's just, that's what a fun character. Oh, yeah. that's true. He would also scream robbery. Yeah, that's what he would do. He would t- b- run up yeah. to somebody on his motorcycle, scream robbery. And they'd turn around and he'd shoot him. I'm going to uh, start doing that, but instead hand them like a box of chocolates. Yeah, that's <laughs> much nicer. Yeah, she's, oh, so sorry. Oof, I just wanted to make your day better. Mm, I hope you like flowers. <laughs> oh, I love him. Yeah. Well, about her encounter with this guy, she said, he looked into my eyes and he said, you're looking at my face? You're looking at my eyes for what? You're thinking that I'm beautiful? Tell me I'm beautiful. I need to start. Wow. I'm going to start using that line. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. You're looking at my, my face? Eye. You're looking at my eyes? Why are you looking mm-hmm. at my eyes? Oh, is it because I'm beautiful? I think oh. it is. Oh, girl. And also to make a nose noises too, because that's a big Brazilian thing. You go, oh, oh. Why you look? Uh, you look at my you look at my eyes? Do Ooh-y. you Jewish? You are looking at my naked knees? I take off my pants now? Oh. 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 <laughs> Very good. Yeah, you gotta shoot. The handsome that. killer. Yeah. In November, yes, the handsome killer. In November. We had some Nazi news, and most importantly, we had some ex-Nazi news. We just found out some information about this guy named Alois Bruner, who was responsible for the deaths of 128,000 Jews during the Second World War. Now, this wasn't one of the guys who would like would come to like your six or seven year old birthday party. No, I never, I never met this one. He would come in like a fucking like sombrero and like a Mm. fake beard and such, just being like, "Yo, this is our uncle from Argentina, Uncle Alois." <laughs> yes, he sounds very Spanish. No, but uh, good job, Henry. Uh, 
Guten Bertagen, do you? Guten Bertagen. I come from the very northest part of Argentina. My name is Taco Valdez Juan de Marcantator. Always the nicest guest from that guy. Well, this guy, he was... I'm, Just stacks of papers and documents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shred these for me. Weird gift to give me. Well, he, after fleeing Nazi Germany, uh, he went to Syria. And from the 1950s until his death, and we think was about 2012, at the age of 98, he advised the Syrian... lived a long time. There is, like, there's something in the water. Yeah. Probably, like, a bunch of bones. I mean, you know how it is when, uh, like, guys retire... And they die like pretty soon afterwards. Right. This guy did not stop torturing for his entire life. That's no, what kept him going. Because really? what he got yeah. to do. You got to have a job. My dad got still to. works a little job just to be out. You know, he goes on LinkedIn. You find this stuff. If you got to set a. What happened to you just then? What is wrong with you? Henry had said too many words in the hour, and his body has shut down. God help us. No, yeah, he's just, you know, yeah, he's got skills still. He's yeah, still skills. a viable employee. Well, of course he was. He was fucking Adolf Eichmann. The guy that orchestrated the Holocaust called this guy his, quote, best man. Yeah, his go-to guy. Go-to yeah. guy. If you're the go-to guy for the Holocaust, it's like... Eh. By the yeah. way, uh, Henry and I were discussing this uh, last night or the night before about uh, Auschwitz, of yeah. course, in, in Poland there. And we were I was like, there's a cafeteria. But we Googled it. I wasn't quite right. But there are two hot dog stands. There are two hot dog <laughs> right stands. Right outside of Auschwitz, right. which I would argue is the most offensive of all the foods. I think so. To be <laughs> eaten next to but a bunch like, of a, a memorial. At least it's quick food. What are you going to do? You're going to get fucking like a slab of ribs? You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're going to go to the fucking Auschwitz? Unwarm. I mean, bottom. What? What? Brilliant business owner is just like I'd put a hot dog stand anywhere. I'd go out to Auschwitz and put a hot dog stand there. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. All right. All right. Hot dogs. To remind you, baseball game. Right? <laughs> going in the circus. Right. Ah, it's nice. It's a fun. It's a fun food. And hey, what's Auschwitz? Right. Oh, it's a downer. Oh yeah. But what we gotta do? We gotta get the nicest hot dogs. We go foot longs. Foot longs. Foot longs. And we don't get the bad. We don't get the Sebrets. We get the Nathans. Yeah. Foot longs. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Oh, man, that was so sad, all the shoes. Just remind. Oh, hot dogs. Great. <laughs> Never mind. Everything's fine. Yep, this guy. Oh, look, there's a tooth in the ground. Hmm. Hot dogs. Weird. <laughs> Weird. You know, the, it was, Auschwitz was nuts. Some of the best hot dogs I've ever had. <laughs> Weird. Well, he was personally responsible mm. for the deaths of 67,000 people in his own little camp that he How? had. How? How does one person kill 67,000 people? He didn't kill them directly. He, just he orchestrated it. On the directives, because that's how they were, like, during the Nuremberg trials, the way they attributed the numbers is that basically they're like, this many Jews went in, this many Jews didn't come out, like, right. and, they, and they were looked at the dude. Did they have a the Chinese paperwork. calculator while they were doing yeah, it? Ding, ding, abacus. Ding, ding. An abacus. abacus. <laughs> yes. It's not a Chinese calculator. <laughs> That's what it's called, a Chinese calculator. No, it's not. I've never heard. I mean, I'm not. I've, this was from, okay, well, Shakiest Gun in the West, one of Don Knotts' best movies. Oh, and if there is anything <laughs> that I want to. He is right. I know I'm right. <laughs> well, at least it just wasn't just like a pile of, like, just. All right, moving on. <laughs> Nazi got arrested, or not even arrested. He no, he at, didn't. He died at the age of He was responsible for the deaths of 6,000 children. He got away because his identity was mixed up with a guy named Anton Bruner. 
A B. They both had the initials A B. He oh, was Aloise. And he Anton was Aloise Bruner and Anton Bruner. Uh, he was, you know, he was still, I mean, convicted and executed for war crimes. And Anton Bruner technically was a guy that invented the thing that's got the chocolate with the whiskey in it. Which oh, is really I love those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're really good. delicious. Mm. And he got punished. Well, I'll go for through being about, a Nazi torturer. I had yeah. to quit drinking. I was up to about ninety-eight chocolates full of whiskey a night. <laughs> so, yeah. And this guy, he, I'm uh, dying. Yes, <laughs> my teeth are falling out. Di- oh, diabetes type two, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. alcoholism. I've oh. got type seven. It's a new type. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so this guy, since his identity was mixed up, he was able to slip under the radar, and he worked as a driver for the army in Berlin under a false name. Wow. And then eventually he was linked to, and I actually never heard of these guys before, a uh, unit of former Nazi generals called the Galen Organization, which were used by the Americans to spy on Soviets. Interesting. And you know, like, he's the kind of guy that when he's driving around, he's like, oof, it's so hard when you're driving on Berlin during rush hours. This uh, traffic is... uh, Certainly torture. Quite torturous. Skip around and go, Klaus. Yeah, gotta go. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, mm. after he uh, got tired of the U.S. Army, he went over to Syria. I don't know if they headhunted him and said, no. you need to come work for us. But he worked for Assad's father for years and years, wow. advising him on torture and repression. There were numerous extradition, extradition uh, bids. Uh, the Jew hunters, or the Nazi hunters, the Jewish Nazi hunters, knew that he was there. Uh, there were many attempts on his life. They started sending him letter bombs, and he lost an eye on one letter bomb and lost all the fingers on his left hand what a fucking on another great Ugh. villain oh, yeah, what a yeah, great villain like he's got a fucking eye patch on he's the head torturer for new can you imagine that mm-hmm. where it's oh. like you know you're you're Jeez. in Syria you're uh, trapped by Assad's army and they're like well who's the guy and it's like you're used to seeing some normal terrorist guy and then in comes this fucking guy with an eye patch he's like we have ways of making you. <laughs> it I'm is. not even going to say talk. I'm going to just say we're going to make you scream, and, and you're going to scream, and you're going to sh- shit yourself. <laughs> it is unbelievably cartoonish in a strange way. They also had all those beefcakes that were just jacked up on steroids and the black shirts. Yeah. Oh, Syria knew how to. They know how to torture. Yeah. Yeah. Still man. do. And uh, the last time that uh, this guy was seen alive was in uh, 2003. Uh, but we do know that he lived. Probably until like to pretty recently, but we can't go in and check because of the Syrian civil war. All right, that'll that'll stop that. Cool, cool. All right. You know, and sadly, his last is the last time he was out. It was at a regional version of the Phantom of the Opera. Ah, <laughs> he relates to the Phantom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So we're going. We're right at the end. We're in this month now. We're in December, and on December 11th, Brazil had its second confessed serial killer of the year. This guy named <laughs> Sales Son Jose dos Crosses. Hmm. He said that he has killed 42 people over the last decade. He said he killed mm-hmm. for pleasure and the accompanying adrenaline rush. He also said he operated as a, a killer for hire. He uh, preferred white females as victims who he strangled. Uh, he said, I would wait for an opportunity to break into the house and kill. When I didn't do it, I would get nervous. Then I would go hunting. I wonder if the uh, killer for hire game took a hit with the economy. 
You yeah. know, you like, know? I can't. I haven't gotten a goddamn hit job in about a year. This fucking economy <laughs> is really screwing me up. So he confessed to 42, but have they proven that he actually killed 42? Because a lot of these guys, before they go to prison, they pump up their numbers. Well, he they approved, I think, four. Okay. Four or five right now. Uh, because there is a link between all of these. Uh, he removed the fingernails from Ooh. all of his victims. Ooh, uh, so if there was anything, if they scratched or marked him in any way, his skin wouldn't be on it. For some reason, that was what... Very smart. Yeah, it was actually very smart, but that was the thing that he thought. It's like, okay, if I remove their nails, then there's not going to be any evidence under the nails. He said that he uh, killed his first victim at 27. He said he killed 37 women, three men, and a two year old girl over the last nine years either stabbed or strangled them and uh, by comparison mm. and not what I've kind of found researching this year in crime especially these two Brazilian guys Brazil yeah. is fucking impressive as far as serial killer goes. It's very oh, dangerous. Yeah. Like, it is. It's very, yeah. very dangerous Extremely in dangerous and very easy to operate in the favelas. Beautiful women. Yeah, you want to talk about the Ooh. less dead. It's like a whole country of less dead. Yeah, because right. they have all these slum towns and people... Do, they, nobody knows who lives there. Nobody knows how many people live there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Well, we'll the, definitely uh, have to dedicate a full episode to Brazilian serial killers. We will, because we'll we got to cover this guy. His name was Pedro Rodriguez Filho. He claimed to have killed over 100 victims. He was eventually kill- convicted of killing 71. 47 of them were inmates. Damn. He killed 47 people in so prison. Just, Those are the he, hardest people to kill. Totally. But I mean, <laughs> this guy just won the prison. You know, yeah. he was just the coolest guy in prison. I don't care about the 47 inmates. I'm yeah. just going to say that was probably a fair fight to some degree. There was a lot of that, and that had to happen. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just, it's, you know, he, he, he's living the dream. Yeah. yeah, man. He did what he had to do. And a little teaser on this guy. He killed his first two victims at the age of 14 and murdered his father and ate his heart. Well, his cool. dad, uh, that's that's actually not the worst way to go. If you I have did your my son f- kill you and he takes your heart, you know, you become one. I did my first sketch show at the age of 14 at the library. Right. <laughs> so it's different. 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 The real different, different stuff. Different things inspire us. So I, played a tree, I played a tree in local community theater at the age of nine. Was it because you were so short? No, it was because <laughs> I wasn't the most talented. Uh, I was a tree, though. Me I and my see. grandmother, we were singing. Well, we've covered it. We're recording this. I would have hated to see that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're recording this on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2014. So we know that everything that will happen has happened. Of course, there's that big uh, shooting up in Canada that happened yesterday. We don't know a whole lot about it right now. But that is the year in murder and mayhem. Yeah. There was a lot of murder and mayhem. And I'm not going to say let's hope for more, but, you know. We do not have to hope for more. I guarantee you there's going to be more. It doesn't matter. Uh, um, you know, and we didn't even cover a single... Like, that's how blasé mass shootings have become, is that we did right. not cover a single one this year. And there's like, so many. Because there are so many. There's yeah. so many of them, and they're they're blurry. What I almost hope is that there's so many of them that they will stop being, like, important so that so you, they don't feel... But it's like, literally, they will stop getting the press that yeah. they... Uh, well, yeah, getting. I mean, the press made this entire phenomenon start happening. After Columbine, they had this insane, audacious, dare I say, storyline that uh, Dylan and uh, whatever the other... Klebold. Kill, uh, Kle- Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris. Uh, that Dylan and Eric were somehow bullied and that they deserved to uh, go to the shoot up the school when in reality they had a bunch of friends and they were the cocksucking no, assholes. No, they were a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all these people who shoot up the schools, they're the dickheads. There's this insane narrative that somehow these people are pushed to the edge. You're a kid. High school sucks. Yeah. 
But you know what? You don't go shooting people. You should be bullied guess what? in if high school. And as soon as you get out, you know what? Now you're the cool kid in college. And then you, too, get to do a podcast. I know. And it, it goes back and <laughs> forth. It's just like, you know, high school sucks. But guess what? It all sucks. Yeah. Right. Being an adult's really hard. And so what you got to do is you got to fucking gum up. You got to gum up. And be ready to do it. And it's like, but college is a lot of fun. Yeah, college just is get great. to college and you'll have a great time. Yeah, and then of course check out the great uh, hot dogs at Auschwitz. Oh, I hear mm. they've got many a mustard. Oh yeah, which is weird because that's so German, you know. Because mm. most of those mm. mustards were probably sampled by Hitler himself. Probably, <laughs> probably. Right, well. uh, man, and again, I know we mentioned it in the last episode, but thank you guys so much. It's been an amazing year. Uh, could not be happier. And um, it's been really fun to get to know everybody. Yeah, and 2015 is going to fucking be Satan's year. It's Satan's year. Yep, it is. Every year we're closer. Uh, Hail yourselves, everybody. Hail me. And if you live in the UK, remember that uh, tickets are on sale now at gigsandtours.com. Just search for Last Podcast on the left to see if we're coming to a city near you. And even if we're not, take the bus, take the train. Honestly. Come and see us. It's going to be such a fun time. We're all going to hang out. Go ahead and buy your tickets now. uh, and uh, We're going to have a blast. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait either, man. We've got a lot of cool shit planned for you. Uh, And be sure to go to iTunes uh, and uh, subscribe and uh, leave comments, rate us. Uh, and, and rate all the shows on Cave Comedy Radio and iTunes. It helps us, uh, you know, get up there. And I think last month there was five or six shows in the top 100 We or had so, four shows so in the top 200 great. of iTunes. It was fantastic. Uh, go to CaveComedyRadio.com for more shows with me and Ben. Uh, I also do a couple of shows with Henry's sister, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, page 7. Page, fantastic. Thank you, Henry. Page 7 is our celebrity gossip show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and be sure, if you haven't got your last podcast on the left t-shirt just yet, go to CaveComedyRadio.com slash last podcast on the left. Uh, and if you donate 25 bucks domestic or 40 bucks uh, international, you can get your very own last podcast on the left t shirt. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And of course, the Facebook page is always there as well for those that have listened but are not a part of it. Um, it's insanity. So yeah. just be prepared. All of the, fa- there's a top hat page. Every every page is insane. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it's fun. <laughs> we got over 3,000 people on the, uh, right. on the Facebook page and on the last podcast Facebook page now. So thanks everyone for all that you contribute. Uh, Mm-hmm. Heil Gein. Mm-hmm. Hail Satan. When Zuckerberg was creating Facebook, he said, one day there's going to be a really creepy page on here. <laughs> it's going to be totally perfect. Make constellations. We'll talk to you soon, everyone. Happy 2015, oh, you fuckers. Yeah. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. <laughs>